Knowing how to speak and understand a new language can be an invaluable tool when traveling, meeting new friends, or just even to master a new skill. But it's not always simple when you're bogged down by textbooks and structure classes. That's why so many people trust Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program, available on desktop or as an app. It truly immerses you in the language you want to learn, like Spanish, French, Italian, Chinese, and more. You won't just be studying English translations. The Rosetta Stone intuitive process helps you pick up a language naturally, first with words, then phrases, then sentences. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com rs10. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com rs10 today. At Alma, we know the connection between you and your therapist matters. But if you're already feeling stressed and burnt out, the idea of trying to find a therapist you really connect with can be overwhelming. That's why Alma's focused on helping you find the right therapist for you. When you browse their online directory, you can filter by the qualities that are most important to you. Then book free 15-minute consultations with any therapist you're interested in seeing. And because 95% of therapists at Alma accept insurance, you can find care that's affordable too. You want to talk to someone, but not just anyone. Alma is there to help you find the right fit. Visit helloalma.com slash therapy30 to schedule a free consultation today. That's helloalma.com slash therapy30. Eight years, the Dubs dynasty is still very much alive. This is BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM with Joe Ostrowski, Joe Giglio, and Aaron Hawksworth. From BetQL. Welcome back, BetQL Daily, right here on the BetQL Network. Joe O, Joe G, Aaron Hawksworth with you on a Tuesday. Time to get to today. We'll get to some more NFL. We'll look at the BetQL model and decide whether we're in or not in on some of the projections for this season. But right now, let's talk some NBA. We want to do a lot of NBA this week with futures before football started. And joining us right now to talk about it, Alex Christensen, Sports Wage U, Brown Bag Bets, BetUS NBA. He's on the Roman guest line. As we talk some futures, Alex, welcome back to the show. Curious, uh, your thoughts on the futures market win totals. We talked a little bit yesterday on the show. The Kevin Durant situation, from my perspective, hovers over so many of these potential win totals. Would you go nets under? Obviously, if you could guess the spot Durant's going to go to, you'd get a good number now compared to when he went there. What's your perspective on the Durant thing and how it impacts how you would bet win totals or wait on them? Yeah, I'm trying to avoid betting the Brooklyn Nets total. I'm just going to wait and kind of see what happens. But the cascading effect of that is really frustrating. And it's not even just Kevin Durant. It sounds like Donovan Mitchell might be moving. I still hear whispers that Kyrie Irving is going to move. So you not only have to consider the Nets without Durant, you also have to sit in them possibly without Kyrie Irving. And then maybe Kyrie Irving's a Laker. So it's tough to keep track of that. And I'm still pretty early in my projection process. And what I've tried to do there is kind of assume that things will be good for those teams. So if things kind of get worse, say, for example, you know, we have a Nets team really without Durant and Irving, I'm kind of making the assumption that we'll have Durant and Irving for at least part of the season to try to be optimistic. And then I'm trying to avoid teams that play those teams a bunch. So I haven't worked through a lot of Atlantic division teams because that's going to be a huge difference there and things like that. But one team that did stick out to me, and I know this will perk up one of your ears, the Chicago Bulls. They have a really tough schedule if you look at rest spots, but 
They don't really travel that much. It's one of the advantages of being in the central time zone. You don't really have too many bad travel spots in terms of, um, you know, having to go too far. But looking at their schedule, I really like some of the additions that they made. They made some really nice depth moves. I think Andre Drummond is going to be a revelation on this team for about 15, 20 minutes a night. And as I look at it, they just look like a really solid regular season win team. My first projection came out to 47, and I'm seeing a number of 44 in the market. So I'm going to have a Bulls regular season win total over Wow. Okay. So obviously, I've got to uh, I've got to pivot here because I, I need to follow up on that. Uh, my first reaction is Lonzo's health is a big concern. We saw that team later last year without Lonzo and how big of a difference it was. And do you feel that DeRozan's performance is repeatable? I don't think DeRozan's performance is repeatable. And the Bulls still had a pretty good record last year, even dealing with all the injuries that they had. I'm actually a little more concerned about Caruso, and he seems to be okay. I think he's going to be a really important piece. As long as they can have one of Lonzo Ball and Caruso there, I think that's fine. Again, DeMar DeRozan played way above, I think, what anybody expected him to do. Even I was optimistic there, and he really went above and beyond. But again, I expect the guards to be healthier, so maybe he doesn't have to do much. I'm curious to see what Goran Dragic does. Um, it might be a, a good sort of revitalization spot for him, again, for about 10, 15 minutes a night. So I think all the problems are kind of nipping at the edges at this point. I think, you know, kind of at its heart, this is a really solid team that has the depth to manage, you know, even the same injury nonsense they had to deal with last year. What other teams are you looking at um, win total-wise? Anything else stand out to you? Yeah, um, take a look right now. The Utah Jazz, I'm going to be really happy to be betting their unders. Now, I know I just said I'm trying to avoid betting on that team because it looks like Donovan Mitchell is out, but that's a situation where I'm happy to be a little bit early on the move, frankly. Um, you know, Looking out in the market, there's still a win totals in the high 20s, even a 30 out there. That's one where I'm happy to honestly jump before the information. Now, if Donovan Mitchell's there, Maybe that's going to be a little bit of a sweat for me, but I still think it's going to be a really bad team. I think that's a weird situation given how the coach left last year. And I don't know what we're going to get out of Mitchell, who knows he was supposed to be traded all year and was probably expecting to be a New York Knicks. So give me a Jazz uh, team total under. Alex, I'm looking at the NBA championship odds up uh, BetMGM. Celtics, the favorite of plus 450. Bucks, plus 550. Warriors, 6-1. to one. Those are the three favorites. And the fourth one on the board is the Los Angeles Clippers, plus 650. What's your perspective on that team? I know they were in the Western Conference Final two years ago. I never know what to do with the Clippers. I, I, I understand if they get in the playoffs, they're healthy. They're dangerous. There's of Kawhi Leonard's out there. But what's your perspective on them? It's, they're, they're, for me, the hardest team to forecast. I wish I could be of more help, but they confuse me as well. It's it's just a strange team. I was really pessimistic on them last year. And despite the fact that they did go under their regular season win total, I did win a little bit of money betting them to be a bad team. Night in and night out, they exceeded the performances of my model, of my expectations, just watching these games. And part of it, I think, is the versatility of the roster. It's kind of a deep roster. They have a lot of players they can plug in and guys that don't mind playing a lot of minutes. And Tyron Lue has been a spectacular head coach. And I think that is one of the hardest things to quantify because he really does come in every night with a plan. He makes adjustments. He's fantastic. And that impact could be worth, you know, several wins to a team like the Clippers. And who knows what Kawhi is going to do. So I'm going to kind of avoid them, although I tend to be more optimistic than pessimistic. Alex, you've thrown out some uh, different ideas, different things that you're taking a look at with win totals and just futures in general. Um, how do we eliminate some of the noise for people early on just starting their process? 
what really matters? Because you hear so many different things matter. Of course, addition, subtractions are big, any sort of a change. Um, how much is rest advantage, disadvantage? Uh, I see breakdowns of their first 20 games. Do the last 20 games mean more to a win total to you? What really matters? What should people hone in on? I think the very first thing you need to do is figure out who's playing on which team. And that sounds like it should be kind of an easy task, but you really need to go through, look at the rosters and see who's changed. Then sort of start to wrap your head around how those guys are going to play, how those things might fit. And then I start to actually look at the schedule itself. And it's a bit of a grueling exercise, but I actually go through every game for every team and try to look at their schedule because a lot of people start at a really high level and look at rest impact and, and look at kind of schedule difficulties. But a lot of that can be a little noisy because down at lower levels, teams know their schedule. There's going to be upticks in rest, and there's a lot of planning for things like that. So you know, one of the things I'll try to do is go and identify spots where you know there's a bad section of rest and then maybe go through and see where might they blow a game against a poor team or is there going to be look-ahead spots. And every team manages it differently. The Denver Nuggets are one specifically. As you're going through and doing your win projections for the Denver Nuggets, don't be afraid to pick them to lose the first game of back-to-backs. For some reason – the, the way Mike Malone stacks um, the roster, they have been very poor the last two seasons, and it seems to be a deliberate choice by the coach. So make sure that if you're looking at something that really sticks out to you at a high level, take the time to go in and double check and make sure it actually pans out when you look at their schedule for the team individually. Hey, I'm Brett Podolsky, co-founder of The Farmer's Dog. We make fresh food for dogs. We started the company when we saw what a huge difference it made in my own dog, Jada, when she stopped eating ultra-processed kibble and started eating fresh, whole food. The Farmer's Dog food isn't fancy. It's just real food delivered to your door in pre-portioned packs. It's better for them and easier for you. Get 50% off your first box at thefarmersdog.com slash podcast. That's thefarmersdog.com slash podcast. Is your child struggling with a specific subject or need help with homework? Are they asking questions that you're not sure you can fully answer? IXL Learning is an online learning program for kids. It covers math, language arts, science, and social studies. IXL is designed. This program will improve your kids' grades. Studies done in almost every state in the country. The kids who had IXL are consistently doing better. Powered by advanced algorithms, IXL gives the right help to each kid no matter the age or personality. And it doesn't have to eat up all your time. One subscription gets you everything for all the kids in your home, pre-K to 12th grade. So don't miss out. One in four students in the U.S. are learning with IXL. IXL is used in 95 of the top 100 school districts in the U.S. Make an impact on your child's learning. Get IXL now. And listeners can get an exclusive 20% off IXL membership when they sign up today at IXL.com audio. Visit IXL.com audio to get the most effective learning program out there at the best price. I love that. Um, what about any other NBA futures, whether it's awards, um, anything else you like, even title? Um, what else do you have your eye on? whole bunch of stuff. Um, awards are pretty fun right now. Those are some of the markets that you, I think you can really go into. And I'll just start shop, shop, shop. The prices are wildly different book to book for some of these yeah. stuff. And um, I'll try it with uh, most improved player. Two picks I really like for most improved player. One, my Philadelphia 76er, Tyrese Maxey. He's about 25. There's still some 30 to ones floating around there. He has a chance to just blow away 
the stats that he put up last year. He's going to come in. He's going to be locked in as a starter. I think that the team is going to be really comfortable with giving him the ball to give Harden some rest early to kind of let him take over. And when you're looking at most improved player, you need someone that's going to take a big jump in counting stats. I think we're going to see his points per game go up by at least five, six points. I think we're going to see more assists per game, maybe even steals. And every single night, there's going to be some Tyrese Maxey highlight where he runs around an entire basketball team in two seconds. It's going to be nuts. And then on the other side of the country, a Portland Trailblazer, Anthony Simons. He gets to step into what is going to be a much more stable situation this year. I believe he'll be a starter, if not right away, pretty quickly. And again, same profile as Maxey. I think he's going to have a bunch of opportunities to just pick up all those counting stats that make a big difference. So both guards there, Maxey, um, I'm sorry, Maxey and Simons, right around 25, 30 to one are great. Alex, you're also, as we look forward to the NFL season here, just a little over two weeks away, first touchdown better. We, we love these kind of props, uh, you know, anytime touchdown or first touchdown. So to kind of take us into your process, how you do this, because I, I think every one of our listeners will go on their sports book, go and bet MGM and say, all right, here are the odds and, and just, you know, throw a flyer on these guys. But there's a process you know, if you really want to do this and, and try to hit them. Take us through some of your process for first touchdown scores in the NFL. So the best thing you can do is similar to the awards shop around. There's a lot of different prices. And honestly, sometimes there are games where I look around and I think I can create basically a negative hole, the situation in which I get a chance to bet everybody across multiple books and I'm guaranteed to make money. Now that's kind of tough to do, but it really speaks to how different the prices are. Start there. And then first touchdown score is a great way to take advantage of bonus and promotion programs. A lot of books will offer you risk-free touchdown score bets and things like that. Make sure you go through and earmark those that's going to help you save a little bit of money over time. In terms of actually picking players, focus on quarterbacks and tight ends. Running backs, wide receivers, they are all priced highly optimistically as if they're going to be the guys that are getting all the runs early on, all the catches early on. But when you go back and look at game plans, the defense knows that too. They're planning for those running backs. They're planning for those wide receivers. And I think over and over and over again, I find value in tight ends and quarterbacks where you've got maybe a play at the goal line where they've drawn up kind of a gadget play for a tight end. Um, there's a couple guys on Seattle every year that no one ever hears of that score the first touchdown in two or three games because that's just how Pete Carroll draws up the offense. Or you'll have a quarterback. It's a broken play around the five yards line guys like Derek Carr Derek Carr scores the first touchdown in like one or two games a year it's nuts so look for those areas I find that those players are generally undervalued because again everybody wants to bet the running backs and wide receivers already mm -hmm. yeah remember a couple years ago we had all those quarterbacks in the primetime games it, it felt like every week there was a quarterback rushing a touchdown for the first touchdown of the game do you find a difference in the value in your average NFL game 1 p.m. Eastern versus those island games because it feels like a lot of people end up talking about it for Sunday Night Football, Monday, Thursday Night Football. But, you know, on a slate of eight games going on at the same time, it doesn't feel like people talk about first touchdown in, in any random game. Uh, you're absolutely right. In general, anytime sports books have more numbers to look at, they're softer. And like you said, when we're on Sunday, we've got that full slate of games going. You know, you might have 10 games at one o'clock, four or five games at 430. They just have too much to do to pay attention and move these numbers around correctly. There was actually even one book for a while that, and I missed that they did this, they would price the field incorrectly for every 1 p.m. and 430 game. They would go in and just put seven to one on the field. And when you got to the bigger games, the list would stretch out and the number would shrink. I, 
I don't know what was going on there, but definitely look to try to focus on those afternoon games. Yes, it's fun to do it in prime time, but if you're looking for some value and you know a way to make the afternoon games fun, it's a great way. All right, I want to tee you up on some U.S. Open futures. Any plays that you like with the U.S. Open? I do. We'll start on the men's side, and really on the men's side, there's a lot of value because Novak Djokovic is still listed everywhere. Now, there is a greater than 0% chance he plays, but unless the state of New York and the city of New York City make some drastic changes to what they're asking people to do to enter, I don't expect him to play. And what that means is pretty much all the odds you see on the men's board are going to cut in half. And we'll start with Daniel Medvedev. He's going to be the favorite once Novak is out. He's right around plus 225, plus 250. That's going to be a great price grab. That'll be plus 125 or so once Novak's out. And then two numbers I do like from a value perspective. Uh, Borna Chorich, um, a young player who took the last year or so off with an injury, has come back, played, I'm sorry, come back, played great over the last couple of weeks, really tightened his serve up. He's around 30 to 1. And then Pablo Carreña Busto, one of my favorite favorite things in tennis is that for some reason everybody assumes people from Spain are only good on clay. Um, Pablo Carreño Busta is one of the better hardcore players. He's made the semifinals here twice and you get a chance to bet him at 80 to 1. On the women's wow. side, a couple big numbers I like. Jesse Pagula, um, she's a U.S. player. You might re recognize the name. She is the daughter of the owner of the Buffalo Bills. Um, really does well in these hardcore tournaments and has started to build her season around it. Kind of takes clay off, doesn't play much grass tennis, and stays in North America building up form. She's right around 30 to 1. Veronica Kudermatova, we're getting some value here because every year she comes to the U.S. Open and faces some incredible player and loses a brutal match. I think at some point the draw will open up for her and at 50 to 1. It's a great number for someone who is kind of peaking at this time of the year. Tennis is rough. They've been playing for about eight months, traveling all over the world, look for younger players with fresh legs that are kind of on an upward swing late. Kudermatova checks all those boxes. And then a young Chinese player, Queen Yen Zhang, as I call her, Queen Zhang, because I'm not 100% sure on the pronunciation on the first name, but she's a fantastic tennis player, and at some point is going to win a tournament like this at 60 to 1 or better. There's just a ton of value in a young player who might do what we saw Layla Fernandez and Emma Raducanu do last year. So a handful of U.S. Open bets for you there. Great stuff. Alex, we always appreciate hopping on. We'll be following along. Sports Wage U, Brown Bag Bets, Bet US, NBA. Alex Richardson on the Roman Guest Line. Get a free online evaluation and ongoing care for EDL from the comfort of price of your home. Go to GetRoman.com slash Beckhill now to get $15 off your first month. That's GetRoman.com slash Beckhill. A lot to do as this show goes along. More NFL, including win totals, whether we're buying in to the Beckhill model. On the other side, we got to go off the board. I'm talking about the Manti Teo documentary on Netflix. Lots to go on the show. Joe O, Joe G, Aaron Hawks for BetQL Daily right here on the BetQL Network. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. 
Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.